Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Thank you very much, as always, for joining me. Uh, today, as always, we're going to be listening to the audio back from this morning's Days Confused and Generally Buggered, which is my daily live video, which I'm putting out all the time at the moment to try and help answer your social media and video questions that you have uh, burning inside you right now during this craziness that we're all called lockdown and COVID-19. Uh, don't forget, if you are interested, you can sponsor the live daily broadcast and all the content that comes from it, including this podcast, uh, for a weekly basis. So please do get in touch if you're interested in that. My email address is in the section below. And without further ado, shall we get started? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. <laughs> Good morning. How are you, Dylan? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Welcome to Thursday morning. Welcome to another episode of Dazed and Confused. Oh, it's a cracking day outside, actually. Just been on very, very, very long walk with uh, the little one to try and tire him out. He's finally asleep, hence slightly late today, but uh, hopefully you'll forgive me for that. Um, and we're here to answer your social media and video questions. So whatever questions you've got about your social media, for your brand, for your business, about videos that you're creating, why not drop them into the comments right now? Surely we don't know all everything. I don't know everything. So you probably don't know everything either. Uh, so unless you do, you must have a question. Stick it into the comments right now, uh, whatever channel you're watching on, and we'll do our best to answer it today. We've got a few questions to go through. Um, we're on Twitch right now, Periscope, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram Live as well. Uh, so wherever you are, say hello, drop your question in, and we'll do our best to uh, answer all of those. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about being yourself on your content. Uh, I kind of discussed this briefly the other day, kind of just skated over it, and I'm not going to get all mindset on you, um, but I am going to talk about why it's important to be yourself in your content rather than trying to be somebody else. Uh, first things first, though, who am I to tell you any of this? I am Simon Scholes, and I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Now, Perception Studios are an award-winning visual marketing agency. We're based in the UK, and what we do is we help brands and businesses create visual content, so video, animation, area photography, graphics, all that kind of thing uh, to help with their social media content, try and push their brand out further on social media, specifically on advertising when you want that nicer looking content to really push your brand out and get people interested and stop them from scrolling on social media generally. So that's what we do. And we help people from right at the very beginning of the process, all the creative and everything else like that, give them ideas all the way through to the fact of actually making it and even distributing it as well and helping them understand what kind of distribution methods they can put in place, what kind of ad spend they can put in, even doing it for them and all that kind of stuff. But a few years ago, it became quite obvious to me that not necessarily every brand, every business, especially smaller businesses, had the marketing budget to have content created for them on a regular basis. Because that would be the great thing to do is have content made for you all the time because then it would look great all the time and sound great all the time, but we can't necessarily afford that. So I came up with a process, how to nine times your social media, and it is a simple process of make one piece of content and make that piece of content work harder for you so you can create content yourself for free. 
my favorite four-letter word. So if you're interested in knowing how to create content for free, right now you should be subscribing to this channel so you don't miss any of my daily live sessions because every single day I'm taking you through different things, answering different questions about how you can create content that won't cost you a penny to create. And there's so much you can do. You can write a blog. That blog can be turned into a video. That video can be turned into a podcast. That podcast can be turned into short form video. So can the video. You could turn things and quotes into memes. You could have so much content from writing one single blog. It's unbelievable, but it's getting you onto that content creation journey in the first place that I'm interested in. So that's what these broadcasts are all about. That's what my former number one book, How to Nine Times Your Social Media, was all about. I just want to get you creating. I just want to get you doing stuff um, and get you making things for your brand, for your business, that when we come out of this craziness, and at some point or another, we're going to. We just don't know when it's going to happen. Um, but once we do get out of all this madness that we're in at the moment, you still have a brand and a business that people give a damn about rather than having disappeared into obscurity because all the competition are putting content out and you're not. So that's what this is all about, generally. A good morning to Miles, who's just joined us on Facebook. Wherever you tuned in, do say hello. Say hello to uh, Storyteller Biz as well, who's uh, just joined us on uh, Instagram. Uh, thank you for joining us. So, yeah, so that's what it's all about, basically, is trying to get you onto that content creation journey. Um, speaking of Storyteller, the, the actual strapline for my business is every business has a story. Just let us help you tell it. Um, but obviously you can tell the story yourself as well sometimes. So let's just get you on that journey of starting to create some, some story content yourself. So today I want to talk to you about being yourself in your content and the importance of that. So I am very social on social media. And so I reach out and try to help a lot of people. Um, and my avatar are specifically mindset coaches, but also smaller businesses who are struggling with the understanding or the concept of creating content for their brand and for their business. A lot of people will do things just because they've been told to do it rather than understanding the reason why they're doing it and then pr pretty much make a, a hash jug, a hash job of it and not make it look very good or sound very good and then they put it out and it kind of does more damage than good because they've not really understood the process and understood why they're doing it that's not to say the content needs to be perfect it's to understand to say you need to understand a little bit more about why you're doing what it is that you do so you need to understand who your avatar is and this is very much about being yourself you need to know who it is that you want to help who are you aiming to help with your business Every business, whether it's a shop selling clothes or whether it's an accountant or whether it's a dentist, they are helping their customers with a pain point that they can fix. So what is the pain point of your customer? What type of person are they? Who are they? Once you understand all of that, then you can start creating content specifically for them. And you can be yourself more so in that content as well, because the chances are you're creating a business that's aimed at people either like you or people that you enjoy spending time with because you wouldn't start a business otherwise. You wouldn't just go into business just to make masses of money because that's not really the way about it. I mean, you can do that if you want, but it's more than likely going to become another job, something you hate doing, whereas it can become a passion and something you love doing um, if you're talking to the same people that you actually enjoy spending time with. But one of the things I've noticed is that a lot of people, a lot of creators are putting out 
quotes from other people. So rather than being themselves, rather than talking to their audience with their own words, they're putting out the words of other people. If Bob, who's 57, is your ideal customer, then Bob, who's 57, is more than likely going to go and follow Tony Robbins rather than follow Simon, who's posting Tony Robbins' quotes. So stop doing it. Be yourself. You are the best you that there is. And if you're not putting out your own content, your own mindset, your own value on social media, there is no point in people actually following you because all they're going to do is just go, well, all you're doing is posting quotes from Mel Robbins or Grant Cardone or whoever it might be. Well, if I wanted stuff from them, I would go and follow them. What's the point? So being yourself is the best way of growing an audience who give a shit about what it is that you do. You are a mindset coach, then fine. Post stuff that you believe in yourself, things you've said in blogs, things you've said in videos. Put those out as visuals, as images, as memes. Put those out as short form video. Get people talking about you and what you've said rather than talking about what somebody else has potentially said uh, on one of their old videos or posted out as a quote and you've just gone, that's a great quote, I'll use that and I'll put it out as my content. But I'll tag them in it as well because obviously it's plagiarism otherwise and then the person just goes, well, why would I follow you? So unless you're being yourself, you've got a lot less chance of that content actually helping you grow. They've spent time growing their own brands. Dwayne Johnson has grown his own brand from being a small-time wrestler to a big-time wrestler to a movie star to just generally being an all-out all nice guy. Grant Cardone started from nothing, built his way up. Now he's a property magnate and owns lots of different businesses. Gary Vaynerchuk started from nothing, built his way up. But everything he says is him. Everything Grant Cardone says is him. Everything Mel Robbins says is her. So everything you say better sure as hell be something you would say. Whatever it is you are an expert in, whatever you are a voice of authority in, start talking to the people as yourself rather than somebody else. I'm not going to get all mindset-y on you. There's no point in that. But you can surely understand the power of talking on social media to your audience in your own words because when you start talking to them in your own words, then all your content can be in your own words. You're talking to your avatar, who are hopefully the people that you enjoy talking to in the first place. So then it becomes more friendly. There becomes more of an emotional connection between the two of you rather than them going, well, that's somebody else's quote. I don't know you. I don't know what it is that you have to say on this matter. Talk in your own words. Put things in your own words. Be yourself on social media. And you've got a much better chance of succeeding. And that even comes for the bigger businesses as well. Every business still has its own identity. And the people who work there in the first place wouldn't be working there if they didn't work within that identity. You don't just hire somebody and not get rid of them if they're an absolute cock. Unless your business is full of cocks, then absolutely fine. Then you can keep posting cocky kind of content on social media. But if everybody in your business is really nice and you've got this one absolute dick and they're also posting on social media for your brand and for your business and it's not in line with the kind of stuff you would normally say, then you either take them off social media for the business or you just go, tie, bye. You don't really fit with our guidelines and how we are as a business. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And that's a hard line to take, but you have to take it because it's your brand at stake. It's your business at stake. 
Um, and nobody would hire anybody who doesn't really make a perfect fit for a business at the time. And you hope it's going to stay that way. But just be yourself. But there's nothing more important than being yourself within content for your brand, for your business. It's just, it's essential. So hopefully you're going to go away now when this is finished, this live, and look at your content and go, I'm being myself. Brilliant. Or you're going to look at it and go, I need to stop quoting other people. I need to stop trying to grow an audience just because somebody else has got one and using their stuff because they've got an audience. I think that's going to work for me. No, what I need to do is start saying stuff that I believe in that may be the same words, but maybe put in the way I would put it. You don't have to completely change your mindset. Your mindset could be in line with the person that you're posting quotes from. That's absolutely fine. But make it your own content. Don't post somebody else's stuff. Utterly pointless. And most of the time, people will post that content as an image and then put no description in either. So there's no real tangible connection between the actual words they're putting out on an image and what they believe and why they're putting it out there in the first place. If you've got a good reason for putting that that quote out there, so you put a quote out from somebody else onto Instagram and then say, I was reading this quote from Tony Robbins the other day and it got me thinking as to why X, Y, and Z, then that's fine. That would work. But don't post it and just no description and just post it and expect people to like your content because you're posting other people's stuff. Just social media doesn't work that way. People like people. People buy from people. So make sure they're going to buy from you rather than skate you by because you're posting other people's content and go to somebody else who's been themselves. Okay, right. I think that's uh, enough on that. Just be yourself. You're the best you there is. Nobody can be a better you, so be yourself. I know not everybody likes me. I know not everybody likes the way I present stuff. I know not everybody will want to buy from me as a business or even buy from my business, Perception Studios, as a business. That's fine. I understand that, but I will not stop being me in my content just because it might lose me a client, because I am me. If you don't want to work with me, that is absolutely fine. It's no skin off my nose. Okay, and it should be no skin off your nose either for your business. Right, let's move on. Uh, Hello to Nadal, who's just joined us this morning, a brand new uh, viewer. He joined us uh, a couple of days ago, so thank you very much for tuning on Instagram Live. Uh, So we've got about four questions coming through. Um, Here we go. Um, Miles is saying, yeah, people are different in the world out there. Um, Exactly. If everybody was the same, it'd be a very boring planet, wouldn't it? It'd be really, really dull. Uh, So everybody's different. So just remember that. Okay, right. Questions that have come in. Uh, We've got four questions, but if you've got any other questions on social media, on video, whatever, stick them into the comments, whatever channel you're on. Uh, We'll try and go through them today as well before Max wakes up, my toddler. Um, Okay, first question. Uh, Paul is asking, where is it best to put my content? Okay, and this question was also kind of asked as well by uh, Magnificence Events on Twitter, who says, uh, we have a question. Sometimes we can be busy fools and worry which platform to use. Being in an event, we have different demographics, so what's best? So I'm going to go generic on polls and go a little bit more specific on Magnificence questions. So, Paul, you need to understand who your avatar is. Without understanding who your avatar is, There is no best place to put your content. You can just put it everywhere. But if you understand exactly who you're aiming your content at, 
then there's a place they are most likely going to be hanging out. If you're aiming at 12-year-old kids because you're making slime videos, then those 12-year-old kids are most likely going to be on YouTube and TikTok right now and maybe a bit of Snapchat. So you can make content specifically to those channels. Then reuse that content and put it out onto places like Instagram and onto Facebook as well, where they might be, but less likely so. So you can make content and understand exactly where your audience is. But you can only do that if you understand who your avatar is. Your avatar is your ideal client. Who is the person you are aiming your brand at? And if you sit down and do your avatar properly, you will understand if they're male or female, what age they are. If you are geographically selling or geographically based as a business, you'll understand where they are in the country. You'll understand how much money they make, what kind of hobbies they have, how many children and what kind of house they have, what kind of car they drive, hobbies they do. There'll be so much information you'll have on them if you do your avatar correctly that you'll understand more so where they are, but just as well what kind of content you can post for them as a brand and as a business so that you're actually going to target them, you're going to hit them properly. And this is the same for Magnificence Events. So they're saying roughly the same thing. It can be busy fools and worrying about which platform we should post on. Where's the best one? Because we have different demographics. You don't have different demographics. So what you have is the same as us as a video agency, Perception Studios. We create video content for anybody who comes to us. However, we have our niche, and our niche is creating specific brand-based content for social media for businesses. Now, somebody might come to us like recently. We had a health and safety video come to us. We still created that. We've had training videos. We've still created that. But our niche, the place that we speak about the most, is our social media content. That's what we specialize in. It doesn't mean we don't do everything else. It just means we specialize in that. And that's the same for you. You will be able to offer events and event planning to everybody. Anybody can come and approach you and have an event created for them. And you will go to your suppliers and get them the best deals and probably help them spend less money than they would have done if they'd done it all on their own, going to people individually. And you take the stress of organizing the event off their shoulders as well. However, you will still have a niche, whether it's putting together events specifically for the beauty sector or for the housing sector or for the audio sector or for the marketing sector, whatever it is that your area of expertise is, that's your niche. And so then you can concentrate on creating content for your niche that other people are still going to see. They're still going to understand that you still do events just you are going to be creating content that's aimed specifically at a specific type of event. That's not a bad thing. And it doesn't, like I say, it doesn't mean you can't do other events because those people will talk about you and say, oh my God, um, Magnificence did such an amazing job for us running our beauty event recently. You should definitely speak to them if you want your event creating. That doesn't say they only do beauty events. Just people will talk about you because you do a good job. So yeah, I, I would still 100% niche down. I would understand more where your avatar is. Who is your avatar? Who is that ideal client that you want to work for, that you want to work with, and then create content that you know will appeal to them where they are likely to be. Being an event company, more likely going to be on LinkedIn because it's very much so where that kind of professional person is going to be hanging out more so and looking for event organizers than anywhere else. Now, you could post content from events on other channels. So when you're putting together an event for your business, 
doing Instagram stories and showing the event slowly but surely, time lapsing and putting together and all that kind of stuff, showing that behind the scenes kind of thing. That's really cool. And that will work really well for you as a business. Doing videos of the events and showing behind the scenes and having a, like a camera crew actually come in and film an event properly, um, that would work really, really well. But generally, um, I think you just need to be talking to them where they are, but you need to take yourself right back and understand who they are, where they're hanging out, um, and then take it from there. So hopefully, Paul Magnificence, um, that's answered your question, um, both your questions. You've got to understand who that ideal client is before you worry about where to put your content, because you can have some great content, but it might not even be aimed at them. Until you know who it is you're talking to, you could have, and I've used this over and over again recently, you can have great content for Bob, who's 57, but your audience is um, Rachel, who's 25. They don't really match, do they? So Bob, who's 57, probably never going to be a customer. Rachel, who's 25, is crying out for somebody who does what you do just to tell her a little bit of value and say, by the way, do you know I do what it is that you're looking for? You've got to weigh up those pros and cons of how much hard work you're going to put into sussing out who that avatar is. Hopefully that helps a little bit for you guys um, and you will see yourselves flourish. Just check and see if we've got any questions anywhere else. Not yet. Um, okay, so we've got Sam who's been in touch. Um, how often should I be posting on YouTube? I'm currently putting out about five, five videos a day. Okay, Sam, stop. Take a breather. One video a day. YouTube is unlike any other platform. It is not like Facebook. It's definitely not like TikTok or Snapchat. <laughs> These platforms, because they're so cannibalized, love regular, regular content. YouTube works in a very different way. Even though the platform won't punish you for putting out content too much on one single day, what will happen is your audience work in a different way. Their mindset is different on YouTube. So when you go onto YouTube, you're looking for your subscriptions, see what your subscriptions have been putting out as content, see what you can watch, that kind of stuff. If your subscription feed is filled with five videos from one person that you subscribe to, you're more than likely not going to watch any of their content. And if they're doing that on a daily basis, you're more than likely to go to their channel and unsubscribe so your subscription feed doesn't keep getting their sodding videos in your feed. And that's just the way it is. So you need to just step back, take a think about this, and then go, right, okay, one video a day. That's all you be putting out it's not like tiktok it's not 15 second videos it's not 60 second videos you could put those out but they're not likely to do as well on youtube put those out on on tiktok put your 15 second dance move stuff out on tiktok and um, put longer dance form videos on youtube use youtube once a day get your content right get your brand right and you're more than likely going to see your subscription figures probably rise up a little bit if you get it all right. Just again, as with any other kind of social media channel, it's about being social. It's about putting that hard work in. So I suggest every night set aside one hour and just go through all your social media channels, set 10 minutes maybe per social media channel, and just reach out and help people start talking to them. That's how Nadal, who's watching right now on Instagram Live, started following my content and has tuned in today. Because he asked a question on Twitter, I reached out, I offered some help, he liked what I had to say, and he started following my content. 
That's how social media works. Be social. Don't go out there expecting to sell to somebody and expecting them to buy from you because that's not going to work. But if you go out there and expect them to get some help from you, then you're winning. So, yeah, just scale it right back, Sam. Just stop making so much content. And I'm not saying stop making so much content. That's probably the wrong way to put it. Stop putting so much content out on YouTube on a daily basis. Either chain all those five videos together and make them into one. I mean, I don't know what kind of content you're putting out, Sam, um, but one video a day is more than enough on YouTube, um, and that will that will see you good. Twice at the absolute most, but once a day, personally. I do two videos a day on YouTube for the simple reason that we are live on YouTube right now. So I have a live video that goes out every single day on YouTube. And then I have an edit taken out of my videos that will also go live on YouTube so that people can either consume this content as a whole and go through the timestamps and find different questions and stuff that people have asked, or they can watch the individual videos that I make from each of the live pieces of content that I do. Hope that helps. Once a day, max twice if you're going live. Okay, final question, unless we have any other questions popping in from anyone else at the moment. Um, so James is asking the question, um, in video, uh, do you suggest any particular lighting kit? Um, so I've done a film, a, a daily live about this a little while ago. Not specifically about lighting kits, but about lighting your videos. Sometimes it's not that simple. I only have one light at the moment, I can't even really show you it, but it's down there and it's a ring light and it's bouncing off the wall and off the wardrobe just to light me a little bit better. If you look, if I turn it off, then it's very dark in here. If I turn it on, then hopefully I look a little less pink. I still look pink, um, but not, not as bad as I was. Um, so it just lights the room just a little bit better. Uh, sorry to those of you on Instagram Live, it just paused for a moment there. So my ring light lights things a little bit better. So what you want to do is go back and find my daily live video or some of the short form content on my YouTube channel about three-point lighting. So three-point lighting is the most basic form of a lighting setup if you've got the space to do it. Um, and so I talk about the different types of light. The stuff I would suggest looking at that's affordable because you could spend a small fortune on lighting. Do not get me wrong. There are some really great lights out there that you could go and buy right now. If you've got the money, feel free, do a Google or an Amazon search and go spend thousands, because you could. However, if like me, when you first started out, you've maybe got a few hundred quid, then go and have a look at some of the links in my section below. Uh, they'll take you to lighting soft boxes and ring lights and stuff like that on Amazon. That will probably fetch a about 60 quid. Um, if you buy all the different types of lighting that I'm mentioning, maybe just over £100 um, for all of them, and then get some tripods to go with them to set them up, um, and you'll have a really nice, simple lighting setup. And then you can play with that and learn more about lighting, learn more about bouncing it, learn more about actually getting people with reflectors, all that kind of thing. That can make a huge difference to your lighting. I really struggle in here. It's not a great room. I don't have the time to set up proper lights um, and my wife would probably kill me as this is our bedroom if I set up um, a decent lighting rig anywhere really and um, had it lighting me nicely because I could have I could have lights off the top of the wardrobe down lighting me I could have a nice softer up light I could do all sorts of stuff but I can't imagine it would go down particularly well um, so that's as best as I can get but yeah there's loads of great lighting uh, rings available um, those are just the ones I 
talk about. Um, and yeah, you can go and click on those links and check those out or look at some other stuff as well on Amazon. But those links are in the section below right now or when this goes live on Instagram TV. Once we finish, uh, the links will be in the description box on there as well. Okay, right. I think we're done. I think we've gone through all the questions that I've been asked and uh, also um, talked about being yourself on social media, which is good. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. It still amazes me that people do on a daily basis. Thank you ever so much. Um, as always, if you're watching on the replay or listening on the podcast, drop me your questions into the comments on the podcast area that you're watching or on the video. Um, and if you don't want to do that or you can't do that maybe on the podcast because obviously not every channel offers that, then drop me an email. My email address is in the description box below. Or if you're watching on the video, it is scrolling across the screen right now. Simon S at perceptionstudios.co.uk. Okay. Thanks for watching. If you're brand new, hit the subscribe button. Make sure you don't miss out on any of the live videos. I go live seven days a week at the moment, trying to give you as much value, as much help as humanly possible to get you creating content during this craziness so that when we come out the other side, you still have a brand that people are talking about. Okay, until tomorrow, stay safe. Maybe share this video around a little bit. And uh, yeah, have a good rest of your, what day is it? Thursday. Have a good rest of your Thursday. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.